Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Win the Kathy Show. I'm your host, Kathy Zhang. Uh, so, first of all, sorry about the delay. We had some uh, technical uh, difficulty. Um, so, but I'm glad that uh, we are on now, and uh, hopefully, you will find the information that I bring to you today is uh, informative and helpful. So, it's about Chinese companies buying farmland, and you probably, you know, we've reported on that previously about, for example, in Houston, right? So right now, this is happening in North Dakota. A Chinese amino acid and the derivative supplier is purchasing 300 acres farmland in Grand Forks, North Dakota to try to build its first U.S.-based manufacturing facility. And it gave the promise of bringing 233 direct jobs and additional 500-some indirect jobs to the local community. Sounds good, right? And the City Council of uh, Grand Forks has approved the deal. However, many people uh, oppose it to this uh, deal, including some lawmakers on the Capitol Hill and many, many local residents. And they have been having heated debates. So why, right? It just so happened that the farmland is near a U.S. Air Force base, Grand Forks Air Force Base, which has sensitive drone technology and uh, people fear that Beijing will be using it as a stronghold for espionage. And uh, there are other concerns. Now, the governor of North Dakota wrote a letter to the Secretary of Commerce, Janet Yellen, on July 25th, requesting um, CFIS review of this farmland purchase. So what is this Chinese company? Who is the person in charge of it? Why the city officials supported this deal, but why thousands of local residents opposed the project and also some of the lawmakers in the federal level? Are their concerns valid? This is what we're going to discuss today. So first of all, what is the Chinese company? It's called the Fufeng Group Limited. Fufeng operates several large-scale production facilities in northern China, including Inner Mongolia and the Xinjiang and the Shandong province, etc. It counts as the world's largest producer of starch-based food and feed ingredients and uh, fermentative feed addictives, as well as products targeted at the farmer um, the, the farmer, oil, and the gas sectors, health and the wealth, etc. So this company, Fufeng, uh, claimed that they searched and evaluated 25 sites in the United States for 16 months and finally decided to choose Grand Forks, North Dakota, as the site. So locally, three farmland owners sold this 300 acres land to this company. And you may wonder who is in charge of uh, Fufeng uh, com uh, Company. Okay, the person is called uh, the king of MSG in China. The chair of Fufeng Group Corporation, his name is Li Xuechun. 
He was ranked 1,130th, the most wealthy people in China, on the Hurun report in 2019. So Li, he was born in China in Shandong province in 1955. So he's 67 years old today, uh, this year. And he's from uh, Lingyi, Shandong province, which happened to be the hometown of the famous blind lawyer Chen Guangcheng. So they came from the same uh, home, t uh, same town. And uh, Li Xuechun, he graduated from Shandong Institute of Light Industry with bachelor's degree in 1982. He joined the Communist Party of China in 1985. That's his you know, that's the bio that you can find online, the Baidu um, uh, information. And that's the official uh, photo that you see with the Chinese Communist flag next to him. He used to be a senior engineer uh, in, who's in charge of, uh, later in charge of a small, like a wine company. But later he went into uh, the, to acquire many MSG companies. So it was reported that after 20-some years of hardworking, Li has grown from a son of farmer who brought pancakes to school to become the chairman of the world's largest glutamic acid producer. So that's the um, person who is behind this Fu uh, Feng Incorporation. So locally at Grand Forks, it, this issue has become such a controversy. And in recent months, there have been heated debates between the city council leaders versus uh, the many of the local residents. The city council leader voted five to one in February of this year to approve the development deal with the Fufeng Group. And uh, then, consequently, the opponents of this deal, they wanted a citywide vote on this uh, corn milling project to have their own chance to decide on the issue. And uh, less than two months later, in April, petitioners of the, this uh, part, you know, uh, for opposing this project, they submitted over 5,300 signatures about uh, 1,700 more than was required. Uh, this town, by the way, has a little bit over 60,000 people. However, the petition was rejected by the city uh, auditor's office, saying that uh, many of the uh, signatures not qualified. So this debate between the supporters of the project and opponents of the project mostly is um, between like the promise of the hundreds of new jobs against um, the about the concern of the environmental concerns, shifts in local traffic and links to an international rival, which is uh, this Hufeng group's tie to the Chinese government has drawn significant criticism. So let's see some of uh, people the local concerns. Some resident, many residents actually voiced out at the city council meeting on June 6th. Let's take a lesson of a mom who drove 
420 miles one way to speak at the council meeting. She said it's, this issue is not only affecting those people there, but affecting her four kids. He's a major in the United States Air Force. Jeremy D. Fox, yep. Um, in regards to having a CCP industrial superstructure near sensitive DOD installations and economic welfare that can come out of that. Uh, data seems to be a big thing. And with Space Force having a satellite yard here, with the, the drone technology that is being propagated out of Grand Forks and UND and all that stuff. I think America understands that data is, you know, the new gold, like information. And we have many hubs in North Dakota. We are, we've always been the, uh, like the third nation, I guess, if we separated from the Union as far as nuclear uh, power, but now we are becoming a, a nuclear power when it comes to data. So that is the new weapon, allowing China to come in here to siphon that data out and report it back is, <sighs> it's really bad. Right, so this mom, she seems to be very informed. She not only pointed out the security concern uh, about this uh, Grand Forks Air Force base, but also uh, some company who has, you know, the database companies uh, over there. So Grand Forks Air Force Base house sensitive drone technology connected to space and the satellite operations. And the base is in the process right now of launching new more sophisticated intelligence satellite uh, reconnaissance systems. So uh, the, per, the major, the mom, this mom was referring to is Air Force Major Jeremy Fox recently wrote a memo and uh, circulated it within the base. Fox wrote, some of the most sensitive elements of Grand Forks exist with the digital uplinks and the downlinks inherent with unmanned air systems and their interaction with space-based asset. And he wrote, any such data collection would present a costly national security risk causing grave damage to the United States strategic advantages. And another retired U.S. Air Force General, Lawrence Mitchell, also warns against letting Fufeng plant so close to the base. And he said, they are the dragon's eyes and the ears, and all they are after is, you know, to find out everything that they can about our military, our military capabilities, our technology, the political ramifications of each. And General Lawrence explained that uh, there's more activity right now than there has ever been. So, so to say that they are just being friends. He's referring to those Chinese companies and the Chinese government. And he said he would not characterize it as the way at all. He would say that they are there to do something against us. Else, why would they pick that spot? There are a lot of other spots they can go where there's no one else around. 
And in mid-July, earlier this month, North Dakota Senator John Hoven and Kevin Kramer sent a letter to Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen and Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin asking for close federal scrutiny of this plant from Hufeng Group. The senators wrote, this property is approximately 12 miles from Grand Forks Air Force Base, which has led to concern that uh, Fufeng operations could provide cover for the People's Republic of China surveillance or interference with the mission located at that installation, given Fufeng Group's reported ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, Senator Kramer said that uh, we certainly would not want to make easy for our foreign adversaries like China to access. So the senators are requesting a full review by the Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States, the FISIS, uh, and the Florida Senator Mark Rubio also signed the letter. And then, you know, just yesterday on July 25th, the governor of North Dakota also wrote a letter to Yellen. Um, obviously, you know, it seems like the governor is supporting the deal, but he also uh, asking for the thesis uh, uh, investigation and saying that uh, the priority is the safety of uh, Dakota and the United States. Fufeng's American subsidiary said that the company has decided to go forward with a voluntary declaration thesis filing to get final solution on this issue. And the Grand Forks City Administrator Todd Filland praised Fufeng as a good partner. So, but that still doesn't make the residents feel comfortable. Some of them questioned at the city council meeting on June 6th is that uh, for the jobs that Fufeng is uh, promising, is it worth it? I also am, am very offended how you have represented the Grand Forks Air Force Base and, and how you are representing. You're throwing the people under the bus, as, as someone said a few minutes ago, I think it was Mr. Matichek, throwing the people under the bus for a, a communist China country. 233 jobs. Is it worth it? I don't think so. Pollution. Okay, are we getting a state-of-the-art facility with the technology? They talk about the technology, that it's going to be state-of-the-art and it's going to prevent pollution. Is that what we're getting? You know, and I know, the public probably doesn't know yet. Is it a state-of-the-art facility? That's getting reviewed right now. I, I, I dare, I dare say, I dare say it is not state-of-the-art facility. All right, so the city council is um, replying to this uh, resident's concern, saying that they are still investigating, evaluating the environmental concerns. I don't know if the city councils and uh, their investigators have seen this report. 
I found this report um, on the Chinese news site. It's actually uh, on a Chinese NGO group called Hu uh, Huanbao World, which means the International Environmental Protection Online. It reported on April 23rd, 2018, saying that uh, the world's largest uh, uh, monosodium glutamate factory, re referring to uh, uh, Fufeng, still stinks after the Central Environmental Protection Agency in China inspected. So it's reported that uh, for a long time, the sky above Huhehaute, um, which is the capital city of uh, Inner Mongolia, has often smelled a mysterious, mysterious smell, which is called uh, Fufeng flavor. Right, it is the kind of a disgusting smell that the biological fermentation emits. This smell came, comes from Fufeng Biotechnology Corporation. That's how the uh, website is reporting. And uh, it's reported that this is referring to the Fufeng's um, branch company established in the Inner Mongolian in 2006. It's commonly known as the Fufeng MSG factory locally. Over the, over the past few years, the sour smell emitted by the factory during production has covered several surrounding villages, which has a great impact on the daily lives of the local villagers. The villager representatives have repeatedly reported to the local municipal government and the Environmental Protection Department, but no one cared about it, as reported on the website. The villagers could only hopelessly endure it. And in 2016, Fufeng was fined, reportedly fined for 200, uh, 252,000 Chinese yuan, which equivalent to about uh, 36,000 US dollars for excessive emissions, but the problem still persists. And furthermore, it's found that uh, since 2010, Fufeng Group's uh, branch in Xinjiang, the Uyghurs, right, have repeatedly exposed the pollution problem of odor disturbing the people and have been fined and ordered to rectify by the Environmental Protection Department. The reporter ended with this saying that in addition, Inner Mongolian Fufeng Biotechnology Company has caused so much harm to local residents in more than 10 years since its establishment. The company has also been punished by the Environmental Protection Department, rectified and was even focused on by the Central Environmental Protection Inspection Team. But why it is still ordering uh, ordered to rectify due to environmental problems? And would it be the same as before this time around so that the surrounding people will still suffer from the stinky torment every day? So you may wonder, right? The uh, Environmental Protection Department, equivalent to our EPA, has been repeatedly ordered it to re rectify and uh, even find, but uh, it, the problem's still there, and uh, they still go, you know, go, the, the companies, the business still go on as usual and even become larger. So what does that tell, right? So there are also um, concerns 
by the residents on the espionage possibility. Dr. Brandon Mulvaney, he was out at the airbase. One of you attended it. You? What's that? Attended the meeting? No, I watched it afterwards, okay. yes. Anyway, his comment, you guys have told us the whole time that when Fu Feng comes in, it's not Chinese-related. Communist Chinese-related. His comment was, anything, any company that comes out of China is CCP. They have to follow CCP's rules. Everything goes by that. They, you have no say in when that company comes in. And his comment was, watch your contracts very carefully. Just yeah. letting you know that we do know these company is CCP. Okay. Thank you. And another, you know, is that true, right? Uh, it, it, it seems to be a legitimate private-owned company, right? Does this um, residence concern true? And also, other residents pointed out that uh, although the city councils are saying that uh, Fu Feng plant, when they come in, they won't hire any Chinese employees, and uh, but only if they cannot locally hire any employees. And one of the residents also exposed how they already, the, you know, the officials sending out like what kind of a visa that the Chinese people can apply in order to come to work in this factory. So here's another concern. We know you can't be blind to the national news. You can't be blind to what Senator Cotton has said and General Brown and even our even even our, our Senator Kramer. It's a national security risk. Thirty-three jobs. Is it worth it? All right. So I think she's referring to the two hundred thirty-three jobs. So um, their concerns actually is real and is laid out publicly. If we just uh, take a look at the Chinese Communist government's uh, 2017 National Intelligence Law. Back in June 2017, the Chinese Communist legislature hastily passed a new National Intelligence Law. It not only gives authorities sweeping powers to monitor and investigate foreign and domestic individuals and institutions, but also gives intelligence uh, agencies legal ground to carry out their work both in and outside China. Specifically, let's take a look at Article 11. You see it on the screen. It says national intelligence work institutions shall lawfully collect and process relevant intelligences on foreign bodies, organizations, and individuals engaged in or inciting or assisting others to engage in or domestic bodies, organizations, and individuals who collude with foreign bodies, organizations, or individuals to engage in harm to the national security and interests of the People's Republic of China in order to provide intelligence as a reference and the basis and the reference for preventing, curbing, and punishing the above acts. And then let's take a look at uh, Article 12. It says national intelligence work institutions may, according to the relevant state regulations, establish cooperative relationships with the relevant individuals and the organizations and the commission them to carry out related work. Right? And uh, Article 14, 
says uh, national intelligence work institutions when carrying out in intelligence work according to the law may ask relevant institutions organizations and the citizens to provide necessary support assistance and cooperation so in essence any individual any company of china whether they are in china outside of china they have the duty of cooperate with the national intelligence uh, agency to provide any information they request which means you know anybody needs to be um, spy as long as the party wants them to for example huawei huawei describes itself as a private employee-owned business committed to bring digital technology to the world. However, the company has been viewed as arm of the authoritarian Chinese state, beholding, uh, beholden to the interest of the Chinese Communist Party. So that's, you know, it's being uh, recognized, right? So what is the reason? Because Chinese Communist Party's objective is global dominance and the major Chinese companies like Huawei, which has been nurtured strategically, richly resourced, and then successfully embedded in the West, they are the commercial, uh, commercial entities on a political mission. So that's the bottom line. So the... To keep this Air Force base. Okay, yeah, so. And now, you want to turn it over to a foreign entity, a Chinese company, and give them $82 million to do this? And they're putting in, what, $14 million they're putting in? What, what's up with that? How? Why don't you use your own money here in North Dakota? We have a legacy fund. Very wealthy state. Why don't we use that money instead of bringing some foreign entity in here? And you bring it right next to the Air Force base? So they can infiltrate everything that our military does? That's exactly what this is all about. And if you guys can't see that, then you're working for the Chinese. And another aspect, another reason we should all be fighters, but there's no sense in anyone of you sitting on a board when you want to promote Chinese government in our own state. I simply want to know, why? What's your skill in the game? Why do you want the Chinese here? I want every one of you to answer me, why? Why do you want them here? Who wants to start? Do you have any further comments? Who wants to start? That's Mr. Do you want any further comments tonight? Nobody wants to, nobody wants to say nothing? Okay, as you heard, actually, this gentleman did not get any answer from the city councils. Senator Kevin Kramer, during a recent appearance on the Fox News, he argued for a strategic decoupling from China, from the communist China. And he's right. And uh, we really have to rethink our economic ties with China. Ours, you know, the United States is a very open society and uh, the Chinese Communist Party has taken advantage of it. And, uh, but, you know, the residents are, you know, some of them are really clear more clear about CCP's nature. One lady said uh, at the council meeting on June 6, he said in the 1980s when the Chinese uh, uh, communist government 
put out the one-child policy. You know, she wasn't really suspect. You know, she didn't really doubt uh, about it. And now, even though he, she said it's two-child policy, and actually they are encouraging three-child, right? Three children. But uh, uh, this this lady said she later realized. The magnitude of the human rights abuse with this policy, and she literally called it an evil policy, and she just laid it out to see why we, you know, should care about it. I don't think that one can divorce a culture from money. The, re the term blood, "blood money" exists for a reason. It's biblical. Whoever's watching can Google it. This is a case of blood money. So, with respect to the one-child policy, now it's apparently been reversed to two children. However, they will still engage in the practices of uh, disposing of female fetuses as medical waste. They will still treat female children as inferior to male children. In China, the grandparents refuse to be photographed with their female grandchildren because they're not going to carry on the family name. So, there's really no such thing as a matriarchy in China. So, anyone with a daughter, or who is a daughter, or who is an aunt, or a grandmother, or a mother, uh, effectively is worthless in China. So, uh, uh, I don't want those values in my country. I can't express it any better than that. Right now, I have never been so appalled in my life. I am appalled that we are even considering this deal. And I cannot believe that we are even contemplating this deal. Those people are so appalling. Their values are so appalling. They don't clean up their own country. They don't invest in clean water. They don't invest in clean land. They don't invest in ethical principles to have a just and moral society. And they have destroyed their country ethically, morally, and environmentally. And why we want to even consider allowing that country in our town is beyond my comprehension. And I don't know how you can carry on with this project, but people need to know what they're really buying here. Thank you very much. This lady really asked good questions. Um, and uh, so, you know, like her, she's so upset, emotional, really asking the right question. And some of the residents were so disappointed by how the city council not representing people's will. I am very disappointed with our council that we are having to go through the process of hiring attorneys to have our voices heard. You are elected to represent the voices of the people, but now we're going to have to go to court for, for our voices to be heard? Really? Really? Are you crazy? I, I don't understand the craziness of it. 
We have to go to court in order to not have our First Amendment right trampled upon by the people that we elected to run this city. And raise your hand if you had a word meeting before you moved ahead with this Fufang project. One. But yet, you're saying that you represent the voices of the people? Right, and uh, let's continue to listen to another uh, resident's uh, concern. No matter how you try to sell this to the people of Grand Forks and to the people of Faulkner Township, this is a forced annexation. You can jump through all the hoops you want. You can get your lawyer, your city lawyer, who should be working for us, but apparently he, he, he puts us under the table and looks to direct his, his wage to a higher level. We have been set aside for a company that can't stand on its own because you directed to give them millions of tax dollars from any and every source you can possibly dream up, which is an insult to this country, not alone Grand Forks and North Dakota. Now, since this project started and everything that you represent seems wrong to me, no matter what level you bring it in at, whether it's uh, the water, the smell, the, the traffic, uh, go on and on, you know all of those, I'm not going to repeat them. Okay, why should we waste our resources to another country who's going to take their product, most of it, and ship it back to them, who's been proven to be owned by a communist country? You just, somebody, whichever councilman was at the meeting. He literally stated that there is not a business that is in China that is not owned by the Communist Party. There's a fact. I don't know how much more we can do to lay it out. Jody laid it out. It's been laid out before you many times. Who is behind this project that you people are so bullheaded that you can't see the facts of the people that voted you in? Right. So people are asking those questions. Why? these uh, city councils are so bullheaded with this um, project, right? You may ask too. So I wonder why. And uh, so I tried to call the mayor of the Grand Forks and he was out of town. So they referred me to the city administrator, Todd Filland, and uh, I was only able to le um, leave a message and he hasn't called back yet. I also called one of the city council member who was referred to in the city council meeting by the residents, uh, Dana, um, I think it's Dana Sandy. And uh, he took my call, but very briefly, he just said, uh, when I told him what's this about, and he said, uh, you should talk to the mayor who's representing us. So, yeah, why they are so, you know, stronghold uh, on this project, I, you know, st still yet to find out. According to my knowledge uh, of uh, the local officials in California, Right. So I talked to many different officials, city level, state levels officials, and uh, some of them who are very supportive of doing business with China, they themselves get benefits. For example, one of the uh, city councilmen, former city council member, who is actually a Chinese American, 
and she, her family, got uh, later on we found out that uh, uh, his fam her family got uh, a factory supported by uh, the Chinese uh, government in China, and uh, others, you know, similar different uh, uh, sweet deals with uh, Chinese um, local companies or local governments. Um, that's not just uh, one or two of them. So, you know, I'm just using, giving you what I know of how the Chinese Communist government is, um, you know, trying to bribe, and not trying to, they actually bribed, bribed our local officials for them to come into our open society in the United States and to do what they want to do. So, you know, all of our businesses, our uh, local, state, federal officials, the leaders in the communities, in the uh, business uh, communities, really need to, you know, need to have a, a strong backbone. And also, like one of the ladies said, in China, the Chinese Communist Party has corrupted this the society in China, you know, no moral, no principles, so that they can just control everything. And then uh, now, you know, for a long time, they have been trying to do the same thing to the United States and the other free world. Just uh, today, the U.S. Congress released uh, another investigative report found that the Federal Reserve also has traces of Chinese government's infiltration. And it said it has been building a network of relationships for 10 years. So this investigative report was released by the Republican members of the Senate today, shows that the Chinese government have been trying to form a network within the US Federal Reserve for the past decade. At one point, they requested a, federal, uh, a Fed economist who traveled to Shanghai to provide internal data or threaten to put the man in jail. So um, the Republican staff did this survey on the Senate uh, Homeland Security and the Government Affairs Committees shows that uh, Fed employees have been the target of the Chinese government's talent acquisition program over the past decades. We all know the Thousand Talent Program by the Chinese government, right? The Fed employees were offered lucrative contracts, including cash incentives, but were asked to provide information about the U.S. economy, interest rates, and policies, etc. According to this report, Chinese officials detained a Fed economist in 2019 and tried to force him to disclose data and information about U.S. government policies, including tariffs, at a time when the U.S. and China were locked in a trade war. The employee's phone was said to have been tapped at the time, and his WeChat, the Chinese social media, um, contact information about other Fed officials were copied by the Chinese government officials. The person immediately reported the Fed, which immediately contacted the FBI. Because the Federal Reserve conducts in-depth analysis of the U.S. economy activities, 
regulate the U.S. financial systems and the set U.S. interest rate policies, this information is seen as highly valuable to the Chinese government. So the investigation led by the Senate Republicans accused the Fed of mishandling, arguing that China has um, struggled for more than a decade to gain leverage on the Fed, and the Fed has failed to effectively defend against this threat. So as you can see, the Chinese Communist government, they are everywhere. They are trying to infiltrate every aspect of the United States. They have been successful, sometimes not so successful. But the thing is, are we uh, aware of that? Do we have the immunity to fend against that, right? So yeah, what do you think? How, you know, how do you think of uh, the Grand Fork farmland deal? Do you think the residents' uh, concerns are valid? Or, you know, you, you just think this is just Chinese company, we should not be so sensitive to everything related to China. So what do you think? Would love to see your comments there. All right, so let's see. Um, James, California, our politicians are useless. Well, they are seen useful by the Chinese Communist government. Remember, all the governors the 50 of the 50 states, they were categorized by the Chinese government, you know, ranking them as supportive, you know, friendly to China, in the middle, hostile. Right? and analyze each one of them and using different tactics to approach them. Right? So, um, Luis, you said, uh, yes, that guy is right for calling them out. In the end, uh, they will be not be able to walk down the street. In the end, uh, we will hold them accountable for their treason. Exactly, actually, in the, in the, uh, at this uh, city council meeting, uh, June 6, the, 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 the gentleman who called out them, at the end he said, you know, everybody know that but didn't say it, but he said it. He said that it is treason. So, Luis, you also said a perfect example of infiltrating from within. Just follow the money. I can bet you these people all had vacations to China or other types of incentives. And yeah, that reminds me of uh, in San Francisco, okay, one of the most um, colluded, corrupted, uh, uh, you know, place by the Chinese Communist government. There used to be uh, a Chinese lady, Chinese American lady, okay, Rose Park. She passed away a few years ago, but uh, at that time she was uh, named as the uh, underground mayor of San Francisco. She, every year she will lead uh, a delegation of the city, state, federal officials, okay, from San Francisco, from California, to China, walk the red carpet, and, uh, you know, come back with deals, okay? And uh, she is a friend of the, the Chinese Communist leader. In, and um, so, and assisted in persecuting, you know, people here in the San Francisco. 
and uh, so the Chinese Communist government, they are just using, you know, like for example, the Chinese community, Chinese American community leaders here, so-called, you know, community leaders, and or business leaders using the, a lot of times they just use the business deal to corrupt people. So yes, follow the money. Luis, you continue to say citizens need to stand up, see something, say something. Yes, as we out in out the corrupt, including corrupt judges, we will be a position to bring changes that will stick. Yes, exactly. So you know when you see the Grand Forks uh, residents, they spoke out. You know they really really. Um, have some effects, I believe, and uh, more and more people should uh, speak out and uh, make the our elected officials um, accountable. Larry, you said uh, they should have a vote to say yes or no on this farmland deal. Yes, that's what the opponents of the deal try to do. They collect uh, petitions, signatures. You know, almost like a ten nine percent of the population, right? They collected this um, petition, and it, it's 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 uh, enough to have a election, right? However, the city agency, the auditor office, saying that uh, you know there are some um, some of the signatures are not uh, valid and reject it. So we don't know the details of the signatures. However, the residents are very, very upset. And uh, seems they don't really agree with uh, the auditor's office decision. Luis, you said if we charge all guilty, 70% of our politicians would be guilty. The Dems don't get a pass, but GOPs are getting deals to just walk away. We have a long way to go. Be patient, have faith. Yes, I also agree it's not really a partisan issue because at the Grand Forks, for example, the mayor is a Republican. All right, and um, so the Chinese Communist government, they don't care if you are Democrats or Republicans, as long as they can corrupt you, they can collude you, they will do that. And also, they would love to just divide the Americans, no matter it's Republicans or Democrats or independents. The best thing they want is a divided United States. So, all right. Luis, you said, so glad you moved from that cesspool and hopefully one day the Golden Gate, the Golden State will be that again. Yes, indeed. You know, San Francisco is such a beautiful, beautiful state. If you come here, you know, it's just such a beautiful place. However, you know, actually in the past few days, I came back to San Francisco to, you know, because there are some events that, uh, uh, our media outlet is holding, I have to work on it. And, uh, you know, the other day I was driving, passing like uh, the near the city hall, the Tetherloin area and the mission area. It's just, it's just so, you know, I, I felt like heartache of 
such a beautiful city, but just uh, the the homeless issue, uh, the you know the, the you know the dirtiness on the street is just just became is it becoming more severe. So it indeed is. It's it's a shame to for San Francisco to become that way. But uh, on the other hand, I do believe people are awakening. For example, you know they are they have a success, successful two recalls in San Francisco. You know, it means something, right? It means people having enough, and that they are trying to make changes, and some small changes are beginning. So, and. Let's see on the safe chat, Gerald. You said it's illegal for other countries to own other countries' land. Yeah, and uh, is I think you know legally, United States is such an open country. It's it, it's okay for other countries to buy lands. However, when we uh, face such kind of existential threat uh, by this uh, Chinese Communist Party. We cannot regard them as a normal government or normal society or normal country. So we have to protect ourselves. Okay, Ozzy, you said uh, three weeks old information. How about something up to date? Well, yeah, the the most update um, news is about uh, how uh, the governors of uh, North Dakota. Is also asking the federal to investigate, and also the thing you know the issue I would like to share with you is mostly about how the Chinese Communist government's uh, so-called national intelligence law is allowing and actually giving them the legal ground to make everybody, every entity of China, no matter inside or outside of China. Become their spies, and that that's why, um, whether it's a Huawei or Fufeng uh, group, you know, it is legitimate concern that uh, they would become the spy for the Chinese Communist government. So I just want to give you more details about that to equip with you, um, hopefully, uh, more knowledge about that. Okay, and Ruth, you said a show that we need to clear, clean house. Yes. All right. Uh, so, well, yeah, uh, yeah. I just uh, hopefully hope this information is uh, useful to you. And uh, so, thank you for being with me for this show. And I think that's it for today. Um, take care and. Uh, Good night. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye bye.